This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name's John. I am at the table with Aaron. Aaron, how's your day going, man? Hey, John. I'm doing good today, man. It's finally cold in Oklahoma, it which is. I like. I, I did get a little cold walking over here yeah. uh, to the studio, but um, I'm, I'm doing good today. It is nice. We got It's it's chilly, but the weather's pretty nice today. The sun's kind of out, so I'm, I'm happy to see that. I hadn't seen it in a couple days. So, All right. So today, guys, what we're talking about today is why the details matter. And with pro wrestling, that could mean a variety of things. But today, I'm specifically going to talk about things like staying clean, staying focused, and working hard, okay? Like, I, I want to, today, I want you to leave remembering and knowing, because I think at one point in time, you all knew this. You need to treat every locker room that you walk into like it's the most important job interview of your life, all right? And they're not all going to pay off, right? Just because you treat it that way, that company might not be the best for you, but you should still treat it with the utmost um, professionalism, you know? Yeah. Um, your appearance should be appropriate. Your hygiene should be perfection. I, I've, I've always been a guy that's just like, I don't care what you dress like, you should still smell good, right? Like, come on. Breath should be good. Hygiene should be good. And, you know, everyone from the fans to the peers in the locker room should be able to tell that you are a professional. Right. All right? So, guys, let's talk about a couple things real quick. First off, we got Strong Style. It is our professional wrestling strength training program for you to utilize inside your gym to get strong and get the body that you need, the strength that you need to be a professional wrestler. You can find Strong Style at www.howtobecomeaprowrestler.com. You can also check us out on Facebook at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You can join our private Facebook group, and in there, you can see some amazing results from people that are doing Strong Style, that have gone through it multiple times. So Strong Style is a 12-week strength training program. Um, each one is laid out for you in its entirety. There's video attachments to everything so you know exactly what you're doing. There are cool things like high spots every single cycle to where you can test your abilities and see some progress every single time. We talked a little more in depth about high spots last week if you yeah. want to go listen to that. Um, but please join that Facebook group, check out Strong Style, and um, see if it's for you. If you're a professional wrestler, I think it's absolutely for you. So check it out. For sure. Real quick, before we get started, I want to talk to you guys about a podcast called Burst Your Bubble. I was recently interviewed on the Burst Your Bubble podcast with Josh Owen and Kyler and um, I had a great conversation. We talked about how to become a pro wrestler. We talked about my career a little bit and how I got to where I am right now. So, guys, please go on over. Give Burst Your Bubble a like, a subscription. Check out their podcast. If you're into sports, check them out. Those guys are mad about all things sports from football to MMA. And, hey, now, guess what? Pro wrestling because they had me on there. So check out Josh and Kyler on Burst Your Bubble. It is available on all your favorite podcasting apps from Spotify to Apple Podcasts, whatever you need. Check them out. Burst Your Bubble Podcast. All right, guys. So let's dive into it. I'm not sure where wrestling went wrong, at least on the independent level especially. I mean, that's the main you guys that are trying to become true professional wrestlers. That's what I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. um, that it got normalized for guys to show up looking like they were auditioning for, I don't know, a grunge metal band instead okay. of a professional sport. And, you know, we're pro wrestlers and want to be pro wrestlers. So to us, it is a professional sport. I don't care if you're the cameraman. 
I don't care if you're the referee, the security guard, or if you're the champion. You need to arrive at the show and you need to look like a professional. All right? And no, I do not mean that you need to be in a suit and tie, which, you know what, you can. There were a few times when I showed up, depending on what the venue was, in the suit and tie. And um, as a matter of fact, though, I don't really care if you show up in jeans and a t-shirt. Um, that's fine under certain circumstances. Please be aware that there are promoters out there that don't want you in jeans and t-shirts, mm -hmm. and you should have that communication line with them before you go to their show. Um, that's a question that doesn't get asked a lot when you're trying to take bookings, like um, what's appropriate dress attire for me right. to show up in and, and check out your venue. Like if I look and see that, okay, I'm wrestling in a, um, you know, a fairgrounds or something, I know that I probably don't need to be dressed to the nines mm -hmm. when I get there. But if I'm showing up to like a nice event center or something, I may very well show up in at least a, a nice jacket, you know, something like that. So just keep that in mind guys. Um, so if you're going to show up in t-shirt and jeans though, that's fine. Like I said, can we at least make sure it's a clean pair of jeans? Can we at least make sure it's a clean t-shirt that's not wrinkled, it's not covered in stains? Um, and guys, like, I feel silly sometimes, like, having to even say this, but I was in pro wrestling long enough to know that it needs to be said. Can you slap some deodorant under those pits? Can you run right. a comb through that hair? I hate that I have to say that, but, like, being in pro wrestling for so long and working at a gym right now even, like, you can see that it's... It slips people's minds or that it's, it should be important to them, should be a priority to them. Yeah. For some reason, it's not. And that is super unfortunate, especially if you're showing up for what I said in the beginning, a job interview, mm -hmm. and you look disheveled. And maybe you reached out to a promoter. You said, hey, um, I'd really like to be a part of your show. I'm going to come to your next event, offer some free help. You know, that's a great way to get in with the promoter. And you show up. He says, oh, that's awesome. I'd love to have your help. And maybe if we have a spot open up, we can use you. Bring your gear. You know, that's, that's a conversation that I've had before in the past. You show up and you're filthy and your breath stinks and you got body odor and you're covered in like just wrinkles and stains and whatnot. Come on, guys. Like that is not something that screams professional to me. That is not. I, if you show up to a show looking like that and you're helping me. I don't really care how good you are in the ring. I mean, I wouldn't even know at that point, right? Yeah. But if I had an opening on my show for you, I would definitely think twice. I'd look at you and be like, eh, he looks like that. Like, what could his gear possibly look like? Yeah, like right. you know, so keep that in mind, guys. Those people are judging you based yeah. on your appearance right off the bat, and that's just the way that, that, the, that the business side of things, the hiring side of things goes. It's no different than applying for an interview and a job somewhere. Right. Being professional, because the details matter, right? Like, shaking everyone's hand, super, super important, especially the promoter and everyone involved, and just being nice and polite. Just I, I keep going back to what Sam Stackhouse said on this podcast a few weeks ago, a few months ago at this point. Yeah. But he said really the biggest difference in everything is just being kind. Like, just be kind. Like, be nice to everyone. Who cares? If other people are succeeding, pat them on the back and tell them how proud of them you are. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. it, just because other people are succeeding doesn't mean that they're holding you down. It's all right. Just keep being nice. The details matter. So, let's say your gimmick is a grunge rocker. Awesome. That's great. You know what? Dress like one. Show up to the show in your ripped jeans and your band t-shirt. But you know what? Please let your hygiene be on point. Yeah. There is never a reason to show up with body odor and bad breath. If your gimmick is body, over, body odor and bad breath, you still don't show up with body odor and bad breath. You just <laughs> pretend in the ring because that's what pro wrestling is, right? That's what pro wrestling is. You let your opponent sell your imaginary body odor. That's fine. Nobody wants you showing up like that in a locker room, guys. Take 
care of yourselves. Please, carry deodorant with you in your bags. Carry a toothbrush or one of those, those, those dry brushes or whatever, those tongue scrapers, whatever that might be, in your gear bag. Go back tons and tons of episodes. I think it was within our first dozen episodes we talked about what goes in your gear bag, and we need to revisit that one, and we will do that sometime soon in the future. But in that episode, I very much say that you need deodorant in your gear bag. It's super, super important to have. I like to put on deodorant, you know, right before my match, and then after I changed to leave the venue that night, put on some more. Yeah, go. It's okay. So every locker room you walk into is a job interview, and I can hear you now, right? Uh, the promoter of uh, Big Bad Pro Entertainment in Colorado doesn't care what I wear, and to that I would answer, you should. Mm-hmm. You should care, all right? And not only should you care, but he should care too. And if he doesn't, that is a great sign that you shouldn't be using that particular booking for anything more than, let's just say, reps, okay? Yeah. Like you're getting some matches in, maybe you're selling some stuff, that would be great. But you know right now that if he's completely lax on the way that people carry themselves, then it's probably not going to be a place that's going to springboard you into anywhere of substance, right? Right? So keep that in mind, because it's okay to go to these places, get your reps in with matches, interact with fans, sell your merchandise, that's awesome. But if, if the promoter himself doesn't have standards for like, how his people should be presenting themselves, mm-hmm. that's the sign right there, in my opinion. I bet you can look around at that company and see that there aren't many high standards in like production value yeah. or anything like that. The so, rings put together, all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, to see yeah. how safe the ring is and whatnot. And those are things you can make decisions on. You know, mm-hmm. if there's, There were places that I would not return to because the ring wasn't safe enough. And I felt like if they did not care about our safety to enough to like replace rusty you know, frames or fix welds mm-hmm. or get new ropes you know, that weren't dangerous, then that, my safety wasn't their priority. Then their company's not my priority. Yeah. All right, so keep that in mind, guys. Um, The organizations that can take you places, like real places, to better your career are going to care how you present yourself. Clean clothes, great hygiene, um, fully prepared and fit. Like your body is as important as your clothes, right? Me and Aaron talk about it all the time. Um, you know, I said it in a very recent episode, you, you don't have to look shredded and jacked, but you can still have a big old chest and a great set of arms that fill out a singlet, yep. right? That's okay. You can still look like a professional, even without being, you know, shredded like Randy Orton or someone like it's perfectly fine. And speaking of singlets, yes, you need to show up in clean clothes and looking presentable. And you also need to have clean wrestling gear. So the amount of times that guys would wrestle and then say, take their knee pads, throw them in their bag, zip it up, and then not bust that bag open again until the following weekend. Yes. Guys, that's unacceptable, all right? That is unacceptable. I don't care if you wrestled on a Friday night and then stayed in a hotel. You take your gear in the sink, you rinse those suckers out, right. you roll it up in a towel and squeeze out some of the extra moisture, then you hang it over the shower stall, and in the morning that stuff's going to be perfectly dry. It's not going to stink like crazy. Just from rinsing it out with water, it'll smell just fine for another match. Then you can wash it with soap and stuff when you get home. That's great. I, when I perform multiple days in a row, I made it a point often to just bring two sets of gear as mm-hmm. well. Like if I'm going to wrestle Friday, Saturday night, I'm going to have my Friday night gear, my Saturday night gear, just because I don't want to put anybody through that. I don't want to put anybody through freaking stinking wrestling gear. It's terrible. It's a situation to be in. And um, I would even keep a dry bag like in my wrestling gear bag i'd keep a small dry bag those those like waterproof bags you see you could keep any kind of bag really 
And um, I would stuff my dirty gear in there, close it tight so it didn't contaminate the rest of my bag. I mean, I just didn't want it. I didn't want, I wanted my stuff to be clean. Um, you know, yeah. But some of the things that just kind of popped in my head that I've noticed too, mm -hmm. um, that just, just on the dress mm -hmm. is the shoes. Sometimes mm. you got guys that come in and, you know, look pretty good, but then they just have like yeah. really like muddy yeah, shoes. Yeah. Like they right. just like <laughs> walk from the car into that. It's like, oh, that, you know, you're so close, but yeah, yeah. that kind of ruins it. I, I learned that from my wife because she always gets on my shoes. Like her <laughs> shoes are dirty. I'm like, oh, yes. I got to clean those up before I go anywhere. Think about the details, guys. Mm -hmm. Clean your shoes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that doesn't buy white socks because I don't like it when they turn like dingy. I have yeah. to I have to have dark socks. You know, you don't have to be as extreme as me, but cleaning your shoes is important as well. Looking really great and walking in with like dirty sneakers or something that is a that's that's a problem right there in my opinion. Like you you never know what promoter is going to find that to be an issue. So why make it an issue in the first place? Like it's okay. Presentation, guys, it really applies. Um, no, every, I, yeah, I, I like I like how you're looking at it as a mm -hmm. job interview there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a, a steady job, so I'm not going out for job interviews, sure. but uh, for me, I go, if I go to a big meeting yeah. like that, that's the, like I am on, yes. right? I, yeah. I have to make sure I'm very presentable and I don't get to see these people that often. I want right. to make sure they know that I'm professional. I'm doing what I need to do. Absolutely. And sometimes I'm asking for money for, uh, you know, the fitness center I run and stuff. So I got to make sure that right. I look like someone that they want to, they want you to know, give money yeah, to yeah, like right. for sure. No, absolutely. Um, it, it just a, a few things that I do. This is kind of off of, uh, if you've ever studied colors, mm -hmm. like coat, like the colors that you wear mm -hmm. and stuff. Like if you go to a job interview, they, um, from what I've learned that is blue is usually recommended. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't know if you want to do this here, but if you show up, wow, like you're going to yeah. do some free labor somewhere and you're, you know, helping right. them to try to get in, right. but it makes you look usually professional. It makes you look trustworthy right. you know that kind of it, it's interesting so there's you, a lot of science behind colors and yeah stuff. Yep, absolutely so if i go to a meeting and i know that i'm going to need to ask for something like i pretty much made it a standard where i just wear blue all the time because right one i think <laughs> it looks good with right right it works for you yeah but yeah, yeah. but professionally and then according to the colors and i man i i think it i really do believe it makes a difference yeah. so uh having those colors on and, and wearing blue i also do a few other things i don't know if you've ever thought about this in the mm -hmm. locker room but like if i go to a meeting mm -hmm. i'm and i'm going to meet with a bunch of people i'm around the table i'm very specific about where i want to sit okay like i'm going to pick the spot i want to sit yeah and th this this is telling on myself, so if anyone's listening that goes to these meetings uh, with me, yeah. I always try to make sure that the chair that I have can go up, because some chairs may be yeah, broke yeah, and you're yeah. sitting low. I always want to sit high. It's a little higher, I don't yeah. want to sit. I don't want to sit low. Yeah. Um, just, I, just those things, like, I, you know, if you're going into an interview or you're going in to a ask, you know, you're looking for work or right. whatever it is, those little things to me make a huge difference. Sure. Um, just on the psychology level of it, you know, yeah. the way you're looking, the way you're speaking, you know, kind of where you're setting, your, how your posture is, just right. like all of that. Self-confidence is a huge part of it as well. And you're yeah. going to feel better if you're clean and carrying yourself like a professional as well. And then you should actually actively work on building self-confidence. Mm -hmm. Don't approach people with your head down, you know, like, like, and just what was me, whatever, Act, approach people confidently. And it matters. That really does matter. Yeah. And I, I spoke to one of the, uh, the, a local promoter one time mm -hmm. and um, I was talking to him about some of the stuff that I kind of noticed and I said man it would be great you know what I, I would think would make this show better it would be great if all the ring staff and the concession people had on the same shirt yes yeah like so if you get um, you know that that I don't know John you tell me but that mm -hmm. that's something that uh, definitely makes a difference if you're looking to go do like move chairs and stuff it's right. like hey 
what specifically do you want me to wear? Do I need yep. to wear a black shirt yep. or a white shirt? You know, what, what do I need to get? It makes a huge difference in my opinion as well. So, like, I like all the security guards or whatever, ex- extra staff, whatever they might be, to have a shirt on that's at least the same shirt, like, for that company or maybe yeah. actually a shirt that says staff on the back so that, I mean, also you're going to have people that need help and stuff at times during venues getting to their seats and whatnot. So keep that in mind as well, guys. And, yeah, it just looks better. Like, and you don't just have random people wearing random things like, moving equipment if it needs to be moved or something like you actually have a nice looking team like that's yeah important. yeah well i think that shows a good organization mm-hmm. uh, as well so if you're out there looking that's yeah. something to look for too it's it's simple like yeah if you're a promoter and you're listening like i would tell anytime you're gonna if you're gonna have a team like that that's like non-wrestling personnel that's gonna be helping out in front of fans like tell them hey i need everyone to bring black slacks and black shoes we'll provide the shirts like yeah. you know maybe that's the way to do it or something or you say and a black collared shirt plain black like yeah. that might be the thing too so well, yeah, yeah. Well, what it comes down to is though is being and acting and treating yes. yourself like a professional every aspect of it like yeah absolutely so everything we've ever said on this podcast about being an utmost professional training hard in and out of the gym paying attention to the detail in matches and promos all that applies to your presentation as well. And I'm talking your presentation to the boys in the locker room, to the promoter, and any fan you might encounter outside the venue before the show even begins. All right, guys. I'm t- what I'm talking about is, like, become obsessed with being a professional, yeah. right? Like, that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with healthy obsession. So study pro wrestling. Learn every single aspect that you can. Um, about every single style, do what you would like, that's fine. Learn from anyone that you can that has more experience than you. Eat and breathe pro wrestling until your dream becomes your opportunity and that becomes your reality, guys. Like, it's okay to just be a professional and really focus on that. Like, if, again, like, because wrestlers get in sticking points to where they don't know where to progress. And I think, like, we've talked about this one before, but it's like, well, if your promos are exceptional and you love doing promos, let's see if your in-ring technique is as good. If right. your in-ring technique is absolutely amazing, let's see if your promos are good. Mm-hmm. You can also look at things like, man, do I carry myself like a true professional? Like, what, how would I view myself if I saw me yeah. like walking in a door right now? What would my opinion of myself be? How did I introduce myself? Um, what kind of impact are the things that I'm saying to people have on the people that I interact with mm-hmm. in locker rooms and stuff. Like, keep that in mind, guys, because that's just part of the obsession, finding out better ways to be a professional in every single aspect. Yeah. Like, that's perfectly fine. But, guys, I hope you enjoyed this chat. Um, I love talking about stuff like this because it's a little outside the box in terms of, like, we're not just talking about entering technique. Right. We're not just talking about microphone work and stuff. I'm trying to get you guys to realize that, you know, the pro and pro wrestler stands for professional, and I want you to be professionals. Absolutely. Um, head on over to YouTube for me, guys. We got at How to Become a Pro Wrestler on there where we post in some cool videos um, throughout the month. Uh, there's some great stuff on there about all the different bumps, the face bumps, flip bumps, uh, back bumps, all that kind of stuff, and more as well. So check us out on YouTube. Give us a subscription. Click that bell so you know every single time we post new content. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, we're so close to 500. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. I, I would just the love to hit 500. Yeah. So please go over there. Make Should, me smile. Get, try to get, get that before 2023. Right, we got a few yeah. weeks left here. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're winding down. I hope your holiday season's turning out well. We got one more episode dropping before Christmas, so we'll uh, we'll talk to you about Christmas then. But yeah. uh, until then, guys, thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.